Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Today we are going to look at a subject called the pet. It's like, what does that mean? Well, many of us in our homes, we have a pet. Maybe you have a pet puppy or a pet cat or a pet bird or I've even seen um, a pet cows that are in a crib in people's uh, homes, believe it or not. But we have all kind of pets. But there's one pet that we could do without, and that's called the pet snake. That's right. I said pet snake. What a pet snake is, is an idol that we place above the position of God in our lives. God is supposed to be supreme in our lives. God is supposed to be the first priority of our life. God is supposed to inhabit the very first spot on our vision boards. God is to be at the very top of our dream list. God is to be at the very top of our bucket list. God is to be on the very top of our to-do list, our desire list. God is supposed to be supreme in your life. If there's anything that is set above that, it is called an idol. Exodus chapter 20 verse 3 states the following, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Let me repeat that. Exodus 20 verse 3. Thou, meaning you, yes you, and me, shall have no other gods before me. Before me, in the Hebrew language, is the word ponim, meaning presence, a person. We are to have no other person or God before God. Let's take a look at this. What, is, what does this look like in our life on earth? Well, many people have what I call pet snakes. And they have them above God as supreme in their life. I know many people that have their children above God. Instead of giving into the work of God, which is God wants the entire earth educated in the truth and for them to have salvation and then to serve God in one of the seven mountains of dominion upon the earth and then to be people of inheritance on the earth as they move into the promised land flowing with milk and honey due to the fact they obeyed God and then be people of eternal inheritance in all the ages yet to come. There are to be people that when the dispensation occurs at the end of the age 
where God dispenses the reward to the angels, his servants, and our fellow brethren, as the book of Revelation declares, into the saints. God wants that for you. And God expects all people to be educated. He expects all people to serve him where he assigns on the earth in the seven mountains. The first mountain is the church. The second mountain is the government. The third mountain is the family. The fourth mountain is education. The fifth mountain is business. The sixth mountain is media, which is news in all of its formats. The seventh mountain is arts and entertainment. God expects his Christians to educate themselves daily as they bathe in the word of God and submit to the office of teaching as recorded within Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 where it states clearly that Christ gave some to the church the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the teachers and the evangelists to fully equip humanity with what they need to rise under the hand of their creator this is not to be negated and the citizens of the earth in their knowledge will come to the understanding of what this all looks like and is supposed to be like upon planet earth to negate education to negate daily Bible reading is the abortion and slaughter of your eternal soul if you do not abide in the doctrine you will not have God meaning you will be separated from God in an eternal place underneath the earth called hell which will be flushed into the eternal lake of fire where the worm never dies the demons will never stop tormenting you and the fire will never be put out to God's sorrow in your eternal, ongoing, never-ending regret. This is not good. But people place their pet snakes, their idols, other people, things, positions, merchandise, themselves, their relatives, their children, above the supremacy of the position only God should hold within each and every one of our lives as supreme. I hear people making excuses for not giving into the gospel, not giving into the storehouses of God. A storehouse is a place where spiritual intelligence is communicated to humans in a format which God approves of, which is complete free and excellent so they can have and possess everything he created them to be and to possess if you're giving into a place that does not clearly do those things you are giving into the wrong place but many people put their idols above obedience to God when it comes to providing for the work of God they have excuses 
They gave thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars to their children to buy homes that later could be plowed over by a judgment of God and weather. And now the $500,000 mansion is nothing, absolutely nothing but a pile of sticks. We have to understand that when we sin against the Lord, don't expect hope. Don't expect something good from God. In rebellion to God and providing for his storehouses and doing as God commands within that storehouse, educating his earth, you will incur God's judgment. A fearful looking for of judgment that will devour the adversary, the enemy, the one opposed to God and what he expects. Don't expect good in your rebellion to God, but expect a harvest of judgment. In judgment is loss. In judgment is sorrow. In judgment is years. As God, I just see before me as God filled King Nebuchadnezzar full of the direction to go and take Israel out of their land for their iniquity. They refused to repent and put God as supreme and destroy their idols, which in their idolatry polluted Israel, polluted the people to the loss of God's desire and the loss of souls. And King Nebuchadnezzar violently tore Israel out of that place that God had brought them to and they were captives to him. It's not a good idea to sin against God. You may say, but I've gotten by with it for years. It's been years and I've been writing, writing this Porsche, so to speak, doing my own thing my own way. But I guarantee you, judgment will hit for Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible is very clear on that fact. Jesus will be your Lord, meaning boss, and your Savior, or Jesus will be your judge. The Bible is clear. He is the judge of the quick, the ones living, and of the dead. You cannot outrun God as I see the four angels standing upon the four corners of the earth. How can you outrun God? Can you outrun him on the earth? Can you get away with your crimes? Eventually people are caught, they're handcuffed, they're put in the back of squad cars and they're hauled off because God is a God of correction. God is a God of righteousness. The Bible is clear. If you do what is right, Isaiah 1.19 says, you will eat the good of the land. If you do what's wrong, you will be devoured by the sword. The sword is the instrument of Christ. He is the sword. He is the word dipped in blood. Revelation 19.13 clearly tells us this. I have seen so much sin in the idolatry of one's family. 
people giving into their children's lives that do not even submit to God. When you do that, you are aiding their damnation. When you give into the children that are rebellious and sinning against God, you are giving into the mouth of the snake. And God will hold you accountable for feeding the enemy. If you're going to be a friend of the enemy, you will be an enemy of God. It's very clear. The word is very clear. We need to destroy our idols before the pet snake destroys you. I have seen so much sin on the altars of God as the preacher, the pastor, the guest speaker has pet snakes behind the curtain. Nobody knows about them except the snake in the Lord. And just as I saw a clip the other day of uh, Animal Kingdom of a snake that attacked a frog, he attacked the frog and he put his mouth first over the frog's head meaning he got his mind because and that's a parallel to the to the person that is tied up it's, the bible is clear the devil comes in as a pet and you keep him you keep that pet sin and he will devour your mind he will take away the mind of christ and give you his mind he will begin to lie to you and you will be polluted and then you get on the altars of the living God which is supposed to be a holy floor of pure truth coming out of you for the souls of the nations but now the devil's lies come out of you instead of the living God now let's fast forward to Matthew chapter 18 verse 6 Jesus said, if you offend one of these little ones that believe in me, that means anyone, you cause offense, you cause them to stray, enlightening his truth, or erasing it altogether, it is better for you to have a millstone wrapped around your neck and for you to be drowned into the depths of the sea. You may say, yes, but I've been doing this for years. I've been stealing from the church. I've been, I have my own, uh, my own pet snakes behind the curtain. And you can hear it on the altar. There's absolutely no anointing. There's no conviction. And there's no change in the people. Because they fear not the Lord, there is no change. Because you do not fear the Lord anymore. Your pet snake told you, it's okay. Did God really say you wouldn't die? That's what he said to Eve. But we know when she bit the apple, death entered her. We know that Adam followed because he was an idolater. He put Eve above God and he died as a result. I see godly people marrying people that are not equally yoked in spiritual maturity or knowledge. That's unequal yokeness. And instead of serving God where you're, you have been assigned, you went off the track and you married someone that was not the right one because you couldn't wait. You couldn't wait as 
the emotions in your body took over and you lost your mind of Christ. And now you're in a marriage of what did I do this? And now you've got so much to quote unquote work out. As you married a spiritual, immature person that was supposed to be leading you, but now you as the wife are leading him. When we don't do things God's way, we suffer loss. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6.23. That fact is eternal. The wages of sin, the result of sin, the end of sin is death. Sin is where we say, forget you God, and we embrace our pet snakes, and we do whatever we feel like doing. And after a period of time, death happens. Death happens to your family. Death happens to your loved ones. They become sick, but they never recover, which is not scriptural. It's not scriptural. We know that there was a prophet in the Old Testament that got sick and died. But how many people and servants of the Lord died in that manner? We know that Moses served God and was taken off the earth by God. It just, that's just the way I see it. It is appointed unto man once to die and then face the judgment. But the thing is, the pet snakes kill the people. They kill the people at the king's loss, at your loss, and at the loss of the nations. As souls descend into eternal fire, the Netherlands, one after another. I see people that threw away their ministries. I know a couple that threw away their ministry, gave it away to someone else as they ran for greed and a new assignment that was not given to them by Christ because it never bore fruit. It was purged by Christ. The degree they had to have with the money attached to it, with the lust list they had, was burned to the ground by Jesus Christ before my eyes. As Christ removed their rebellion and their gain, as they forfeited his assignment for their life, they had an idol. They had a pet snake called money. Money can be a very big pet snake. And the Lord's bringing me around to this health matter. You know, a lot of times we go through life and things do hit our life. But Jesus said, be faithful unto me no matter what you're going through. It is better that you lose something in your physical body than your whole soul to be thrown into hell. And we have to go back to Deuteronomy 32:39. It says, I am God and, and I kill and I make alive. I cause sickness and disease and I 
heal, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Whatever our state is, we are not to leave righteousness, but we are to wait upon the Lord, keep him as supreme, and let him bring the things into our life that he has promised his time and his way. And we know in the book of Hebrews that many died in faith, but they didn't receive. But let's go back to the gold they kept. They kept faith. Many died in faith, but they didn't receive. It reminds me of my mother as she laid there dying of cancer, but she didn't have any pain. God did not let her suffer in her exit. Death is nothing more than an exit for a Christian going into eternal bliss, <laughs> eternal paradise, for I've been there. If you haven't read my book, it's called Real God. You can find that on Realaron at www.realaron.org. It's a great book about my encounter with Christ, my medical miracle, my trip into heaven, and also my tour of hell for the people that won't come clean before God and do what he requires, which is repent, stop sinning, do right, don't die in your sins, because you will descend into eternal fire, no matter if you wear a cross or you profess Christianity. Professing yourself as a Christian doesn't entitle you to eternal life in heaven. Obeying Christ is what entitles you to eternal life. The Bible is clear in Hebrews. Those that know me and obey me enter into eternal life. If you want a good biblical curriculum to study, I suggest Realaron Crown for you. You can go into Realaron, www.realaron.org and begin your biblical education and then your service to God along with all the rewards that follow. And we know in the book of Job, chapter 36, verse 11, it says, Those who obey and serve me, they will spend their days and years in prosperity and pleasures. So today, may we kill our pet snakes of iniquity and place God as supreme and begin to enjoy life more abundantly. Realaron International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Realaron today at www.realaron.org.